0: Welcome back to episode 164 of Her Unapologetic Life. Here in 2024, we are breaking it down a little bit and keeping it simple. And so we're just hopping right in. And I wanted to start out by saying that, yes, if you just listened to my last episode, you probably had this whole like warm and fuzzy feeling as Mercedes sailed off into the sunset. However, not even a month later, I'm thinking to myself, hmm, I really miss this. I really miss talking to everybody. And rather than go to another platform and create more logins, more stuff in my life, I decided I'm going to come back here and keep it simple. So bear with me as I start to produce this myself. I'm going to have some help this first bit still with the pros. But after this, I'm hoping to just let this out, um, release these podcasts, and then promote them on social media a little bit. So bear with me. But why don't you come back and I can name this episode Who Says You Can't Go Back. Who Says You Can't Go Home is what is it, um, Bon Jovi Sings. And, you know, it's true. Sometimes we have to go back. And I don't mean back like backtracking, you know, we're turned around. We made a mistake, an error necessarily. And it's not even the same when we go back. Uh, But sometimes it's really valuable to do that. And this episode is pretty much dedicated to that. (laughs) And I have a lot of clients who often say that, like, I just want to go back to the way things were. And, I, you know, um, sometimes you can. You can find that part of you that you've left behind and you can live into her in your present moment um, and really embrace that and really move forward at the momentum you want to. So for today, using a little bit of my story, a little bit of vulnerability to encourage you and to um, cheer you on as you hopefully give yourself permission to consider some things as you're looking forward into 2024. Now, you know me, I'm not huge on resolutions. I'm not huge on setting these big audacious goals in January, only to, you know, hit March and feel like, I failed or something like that. I like to reflect. I like to be aware. I like to set intentions. And I was on a coaching call this week and my coach was like, you know, why I really like to set my goals as missions. Like what is your mission for the year, right? And so my mission, one of my missions, personal mission, is to continue to live into my authentic identity, my divine design. And so again, this is just one of those things where Um, I want to share a little bit so, you know, maybe you can be inspired and you can give yourself permission to do the same, right? So I, yes, like I said, I I had written that letter to myself. I was like, you know, going to step into this new platform where I was going to have all of my resources, all of these groups, all the things, all things retreat as things grow over there. And I was going to put the podcast over there, invite everybody over And I kept hitting kind of like a a wall. And I think I was, I thought it was the wall of, um, you know, just procrastination or, you know, um, imposter syndrome or something that was like, I just couldn't get myself to ask because I didn't think anybody would join. And as I I started to talk about it, it became pretty clear that I was conflicted or um, the word isn't confused, but you know what I mean? Like when you are in that space where... You're not really sure how to proceed, but you think you need to and that you should. So I was still in the land of ought too, the land of should. And I realized that I have been doing this for a long time. <laughs> and I've talked about it in the podcast um, because I was already in that mode when I started the podcast. And because it's been like five plus years now of all of this, looking back and reflection, I have a lot of good hindsight. And So many amazing things have come forth that I can't live and dwell in the regret of it, but I know I sound like a lot of other people, but I wish that I had listened to myself or listened to somebody, probably God himself, a while back and slowed it down. But I do think that when my dad passed, I just kicked it in another notch of just seeking, searching, learning, researching. That's my, that's my way of coping. And so I learned a lot, met a lot of people, <laughs> done a lot of different things, learned some new modalities. You know, um shifted out of therapy. Now I'm shifted back into therapy, loving it. So it's lots of different things. We could probably sit down for hours to talk about the the totality of this last five years. And for those who have worked for me and with me, they they know it's, it's just been a it's just a, a land of good intentions and amazing beauty, however, created um a lot of learning for myself and um but also a lot of whew. A lot of struggle, a lot of exhaustion, a lot of energy drains. Uh, I am optimistic. Um, that is like number two or three on my strengths, and strengths finder. So I like to tend to quick quickly turn it around. But I had to sit this fall and in December, um, even a little bit in this month of just like with that feeling of like, oh man, I almost felt like I had explained myself. I almost felt like I had to say something like, oh yeah, like I wish I hadn't done this. But I also knew that that you know, after a little bit of sitting in it wasn't going to be fruitful and I was gonna be stuck and I wasn't just gonna like keep doing the same thing. Kind of like that throwing spaghetti at the wall or, you know, throwing money at something that we're not committed to, right? So anyway, there's it's a long story there. If you wanna hear more, let me know. But the, but the overall theme of it was I was really in mode of learning and growing and then uh, creating and then offering and then backing off because, oh, nobody signed up or, oh, here's something new. And so for 2024, I really wanted to settle in. And that's one reason why I said, you know what, podcasting, I'm not really growing it too much. It's kind of like a personal outlet. I'm not even telling all my clients about this. Um, So let's just pause it and put it over here. But what I found was I was creating a whole nother area of focus when I didn't need it, right? And I also had a lot of things happening in my personal life around the retreat. You know, my dad passing and my mom deciding to move next year really puts that whole um, dream and goal for the retreat property um, in the forefront. And I think I was just trying to be like, okay, it'll just develop itself. Well, you know, actually I have like a a deadline or a date it's you know january and in one year i will be able to unveil the retreat property and really would be it would be amazing if i allowed myself to spend more time on that right so i was thinking and pondering and finally like had to just kind of strip it all down you know and um i just you know really had to reevaluate So I want to give you a few things that happened along the way just to inspire you to think about for yourself. If you're in a place where you're trying to discern what's next for you and you're maybe complicating your life uh, or maybe you feel like you have too much on your plate. Okay, so how did I come to this? Like, so I came to this by starting like I came to this position where I am now to shift back, but also shift forward. Right. By saying no to some things, even when it hurt, by downsizing some things so that other things can grow. Um, I almost didn't believe that could happen, right? I almost believed like I had to keep on doing all of these things and investing in all of these programs so I could be the best teacher, expert, mentor, whatever. But I learned that the more that I downshifted it and the more that I actually spent on my self-care and my growth, things were shifting and I was, you know, having more clients come forth and I was having more opportunities come forth. And so, my, my I guess my advice is say no, even when it hurts right there in the gut. You know, you're like, your gut's telling you, you know, you need to say no, but your gut's so used to saying yes, that it's just going to hurt. And you just got to do it and see what happens, right? Life is messy. You can always change your mind. You can always go back to that thing. Um, another thing that really helped and really has shifted is I've allowed myself to be vulnerable and more honest with myself. Like, I kind of pushed away the optimism and even the empathy. Like, these are all my strengths, right? Empathy, optimism. I'm adaptive. I see things as individuals. I can't remember. I can't remember my fifth one. But, um, oh, strategic. (laughs) That's my fifth one. And so I kind of had to, like, stop and sit in the parts of me, my strengths, that created this kind of some of this chaos, right? Some of this, you know, all of these experiences, almost too many, you know? (laughs) And so I had to be vulnerable, honest with myself, you know? and I had to be honest with the fact that things had changed in my, in my personal life. I now was res- going to be responsible for this retreat property. And I, I had decisions to make about that. And um, I w- guess I wasn't in denial to the degree I was before. And I was more honest with myself. And as I did that, as I turned towards that, I was able to actually s- get excited and see some of the things that could come forth from this. It's just been a really interesting and rich time. And I also, in you know, being honest with myself, needed to reassess what I needed in my weekly life, um, needing to incorporate even more self-care because I do love to cook and all that. You know, spending more time doing that in between some of the work stuff, having specific client days where I'm in person with people and then days to recharge at home where I'm reaching out and connecting, but not in person. Right. Those are just two examples. Um, ask yourself what you might need um, when you're reassessing your weekly life. Um, And then third, and this one is just huge, I have had the best support ever. And I like to be intentional about relationships. I feel like, you know, I'm a little more introverted since COVID. I know a lot of people say that. But I have really had the time to sit in gratitude at the support I've had both, it with you know, people who have contractually worked for me and helped me through and stayed with me, even though I was just, you know, I mean, it was a ride. I say sometimes you'll have whiplash if you're working for me. <laughs> if you're working with me as a client, it's a much different experience. But um, it's always exciting, right? Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, so I've had so much support and I really chose to bask in, that support and like where people were there to help me and to be as honest as I could. And sometimes I just, honestly, I wanted to hide my um, the sides of me that were just like, Ooh, this is vulnerable. This is not cool. But when people are working for you and people are in your world, um, being authentic and honest about that brings forth the answers needed, the honest conversations, um, so many things. Um, and of course, I'm surrounded by a lot of great people within my family and within my friendships. Um, really, you know, I think deeper gratitude this year for a lot of that, and it's I just looking back, can't believe the support I've had over those these last years when I you know was just kind of plugging along, right? Um, so sometimes it's it's really good to reflect, and and you know December it was a month of that. For me, and it usually is each year. I when I talk to you about kind of like the cycle of the year and of life. You know, December is a great time to reflect, and then January is a great time to envision. And I kind of had to just like come through it before I could really envision, right? And now, so I'm at the place where it's like, okay, I've taken a beat. It has helped. You know, we had Christmas break. I actually didn't do the Twelve Days of Christmas this year. If you've been following me, I felt free from it i really missed the little interactions i would get in the group but i you know kind of took some time off and now that we have had some snow and different things i've allowed myself to really carve out the time and space that i need and when i do connect with people it's amazing so i just wanted to come here and first let you know i'm back (laughs) and it's going to be a little more simple probably a little more rough around the edges um kind of the way I am, fly by the seat of my pants, right? That's part of who I am. I think sometimes we want to shift into our best selves and we turn that into perfectionism, right? And it's like my best self is when I am a little free-spirited. I do have a little flex in my schedule. I can be spontaneous. I can adapt, right? That's my strength. But at the same time, I'm being more intentional and I'm you know not Exhausting myself in the process, you know. Um, Enneagram seven issue, right? And so, just been really, really good at honoring that and knowing what my rhythm is, you know. Um, also, could be stage of life, right? You know, it's it's interesting being closer to empty nesting than ever, um, and really helps me reassess what I'm needing. Okay. So anyway, that was just kind of a little bit of a of a babble um, on you know how I kind of came to this spot. You guys have been following me. You know kind of where I've been, but really settling into a place where I know I love offering one-on-one work. I love therapy. I love coaching. I'll be coaching for a company in West Michigan. I'm very excited about, um, and. Also, you know, my own private practice, but I'm really also excited about the retreat. And I think the mission for this year is to create that space, you know, both literally and figuratively for people to really like connect to themselves, settle into who they are, you know, maybe even reconnect with themselves and take the time, kind of like I have in this last bit, to really be like, what is it I'm needing? Where are the shoulds? What am I doing with my life here? Is it meaningful? Is it purposeful? Is it intentional? And then living that way, you know, so if you didn't listen to my last episode, go back. I wrote a letter to myself uh, and I shared that in the episode because it could have been a letter I could have written to any of you um, because, you know, life is a journey and sometimes we just need to um, speak kindly to ourselves and to take the time to listen to ourselves and, uh If we're not doing that, then everything else kind of wobbles around, um, in my opinion. So I'm really excited about 2024. I am more excited... um, because I finally feel free to just focus on what I I want to focus on and be free of some of these extra things. And so I just wanted to quick, at the end here, tell you what to look forward to coming from me in 2024. I'm going to keep podcasting. I can't promise I'm going to keep the same podcast name or that I'm going to, you know, have these be kind of more anecdotal, inspirational every time. And I, I can't say that word like an antidote. But I do know it'll be on the same... Wavelength, you know, it'll be for women who are wanting to live that work life balance and, you know, they love their career, they love their family. Um, but I'm open to themes, I'm open to topics, um, maybe that are a little bit more vulnerable, or a little bit more, you know, in the heart of the matter, and maybe some that are a little more practical, right? And, of course, some of the interviews that I have um, lined up. And you'll also be seeing me preparing um, that retreat property. I'm starting a board of directors for that. I'm going to get a group of women who are equally excited about the property as I am. Um, If you've been listening for a while and that interests you, let me know. It's going to be a small group, um, but it'll also be a reciprocal group, a group where we can support each other in our businesses um, as we gather. And I offer them some of the perks that my um, clients have. And then, of course, I'll still be doing therapy and coaching. I have, you know, um, a couple openings here and there for that. And it's just a fun cadence. And I love working with women one-on-one. And then I'm excited about the calendar of events. I'm going to try to calendarize, ladies. I'm going to try to be a little more structured in that. And so I'll probably promote most of that on Facebook event, you know, events within my group. So if you're not in my private group, it's called Her Unapologetic Life, just like this. Get over there. Um, just you know, you'll hear about most of that stuff there. I might, you know, utilize something else, but we'll see. And then just know you can find me on Facebook and Instagram. I'm trying to keep it simple. I'm trying to beef up my LinkedIn. I love Pinterest, uh, but you know, one thing at a time. And so, anyhow, all that being said, my um hope for you this year is that, you know, as you look over this past year and you look forward into this next year, um, Just a lot. Give yourself permission to release some of those shoulds that you know are just bogging you down. And then also give yourself the time to journey forward with it because it's not overnight. It's not black and white. Right. That rhymes. I can be a poem. Poetic. A poet. There we go. But. Yeah, give yourself that time, and if you're if you're needing help discerning that, that is my daily jam. I mean, I think about this past month. I mean, I've had sessions with women, you know, talking about boundaries with their schedule, boundaries with their family, creating the schedule where they can feel like they're not running ragged from dawn until dusk, um, and you know, allowing some time for themselves. Um, that's just to, to list a couple of things. I love doing that therapy coach blend. Um, you know, just make sure you, you're you able to say no when you need to, even if it hurts. And you're being honest with yourself from a place of love, right? <laughs> place of best friendness. And that you're also getting the support that you need. I think we all need the support. And as women, we really need that connection. And that's what I'm hoping to help create more of, both from my practice and throughout the retreat. So if you have any questions about either of those, reach out to me. You can um, direct message me or email me. Um, There should be information in the show notes. So here we go to 2024. I'm still here. And again, let me know if there's anything you want to hear about. I'm here for you.